I'm Sandy Swallow. I'm Okalala Lakota and Northern Cheyenne. I've been an artist for over 30 years and through my artwork have portrayed my heritage. Now I'm starting a brand new venture called Lakota Link and I'm here to share with you and I hope you enjoy it. Lakota Link. Greetings from the home of the Seven Council Fires land of the 1868 Fort Laramie Treaties, bringing stories old and new of Lakota values, courage, respect, wisdom, to name a few. Well, hi, I'm happy to be able to share with you my second segment of my interview with Basil Braveheart. Basil's just a very wise Lakota elder who's very well known and very well respected. In this segment, really it gets rather deep because he shares with some of the teachings his grandmother taught him. And so I just want to say thank you, Basil, for be willing to share. What year was you born? I was born 1933. I'm going on 88 years old. And so Basil is a Lakota elder, and um, he has also a very rich history in his own right, too. You know, you kind of started out our conversation with the idea that it is good to forgive, and it's it's bad, it, it harms you if you don't. Can you expound a little bit more on that? Okay, here's what she told me. She said, remember, our, our teaching is based on metaphor. Meta is a Greek word, means something in motion. And for is another language. I forget which one. I don't know if it's Syrian or if it's Hebrew, but it means something that is motion. And so when something is in motion, what becomes attached to that motion is, to me, values. It's similar to what Christ brought. The same values that Christ brought to all the people, or most of the people, it's the same thing that this white cow buffer woman brought to sacred pipe to Lakota people. And so we're talking about motion. We're talking about how Lakotas teach in metaphors. Talk about, um, like when she told me about forgiveness, she said, you can either do this mystically or you can take a container, maybe a, a gunny sack, and put rocks in it or dirt and heavy enough so you can put it on your back. And when you when you are trying to forgive someone, use that as a way to describe how heavy unforgiveness is. And walk around a sacred circle four times 
and then come back to the east where the sun comes up. And before we enter that sacred circle, ask the divine to help you take this heavy load off your back. And if you're using a heavy rock or a sack, lay that down ceremonially. Sanctify what you're doing and lay it down and ask your mother, your grandmother, the sacred being of the earth to take this from you. And then when you enter into that circle, that part of that ritual that you're doing and the unwritten spoken word is you have made a commitment to not to be victimized by this thing that happened to you. In this case, she was talking about what happened at Wounded Knee in 1890 when she had two of her relatives that were killed there, Grandpa Noyers and Grandpa Slipbird. And she said, when you go in there, you leave that there. And also part of forgiveness is looking forward. And when you look forward, you're making a commitment to bring the best of you. You're asking the divine to make a transformation of your mind, your heart, and your soul. And when you go into that center, you're entering the center of your universe. And in that center, you're looking beyond and you're taking, you're embracing, I said earlier, kindness, love your neighbors yourself, but you can also use this unforgiveness thing as a way to accept and understand whenever you really feel something about wounded knee or other something else, think about the divine manifesting in your mind and that purpose of that your divine is telling to re-examine your forgiveness vow. And so it's, again, you can turn into a gift saying, I need to re-examine and become more. Is that, is that amazing, though? You know, you, it is really a profound teaching and to think you know right now the way our society is going and so many troubles and so much hatred out there in this world you know in the United States and the world and you know I just I don't like the hatred at all and and um, this teaching is just such a great teaching to show that we must forgive one another to be blessed, I think. Yes. You know, I also think forgiveness is like uh, the password to enter into a sublime metaphor or paradigm. And sublime simply means, I'm going to describe it in a simple way, means a state of purity, a state of a mystical majesty. And so when you enter in that sublime state, then the threshold or the door that opens to the divine and you enter 
into consciousness. And again, consciousness simply means an awareness or a knowing that you are embraced and being guided by the divine mitakriyasi, all connected and related. Um, I attended uh, at that time called Holy Rosary Mission at the Catholic school about two miles south of where I live. Now, you need to know that the attendance at the school wasn't voluntary. This was part of the United States government policy. And the policy was to take us into these boarding schools and to change us into being an Indian into a white person. That's why they took our language away. That's why it took all of our sacred ways in the way we pray. Now, when I when I said make us into white people, I'm not being critical. That is what they tried to do. Mm-hmm. It was a genocide. It was to eliminate. And next time I talk, I'm going to talk about that language. To me, that one of the most prolific things that they did to us and also take our spiritual ceremonies. So after I, I left her when I was 11th grade and joined the service, I left because I was, I did, I could not be there any longer uh, and, and be dishonest with who I was. So I joined to the service. I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I did it. But I know now my archetype, which is like I call it a an infused archetype, which is part of who we are, a warrior archetype surfaced big time. And so I went in there because a lot of my routes had served in all the wars, a lot of them. So when I went in and I went, I trained for 18 months in Camp Breckenridge, Kentucky, into the, into the service, and I trained as an infantry um, soldier. And I didn't have an idea, but I knew later they were training me to be a killing machine. And then from there, I went to some more advanced training. I went into the paratroopers. And that is, you're trained to jump out of airplane with full combat gear. I was a BR man. I carried a brown and automatic rifle. When you jump into combat, you're carrying about four grenades. You're carrying all of your equipment. You're carrying some some food that's compact called sea rations and all the ammo that you need to survive when you make that jump. I didn't know what I was doing. So there was one time I asked myself, what am I doing? But it was too late. I thought, is there a way to get out of this? There's not a way. Once you raise your hand and say, I swear to to uh, protect the United States of America, foreign and domestic, that is a profound gift to make a commitment to protect. I still do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Never stop. And so when I went in and I went, I didn't realize, then I found myself in combat. And I'm going to go to something that happened in a Chinese prison camp. That defined who I was for a while. Because what happened in that prison camp was a carnage. And I couldn't forget it. 
And furthermore, the United States Army told us not to discuss what happened in that prison camp. Because if we did, it would jeopardize the prisoner exchange at Panama John with the Chinese Mao Zedong's representative and our government. So anyway, um, I got out and I started to, I brought the war back with me. It was like ghosts haunting me. And, and then I started to drink very hard. I didn't know I had post-traumatic stress disorder. So I'm going to leave it there, and then I will tell you at the next session how forgiveness from my grandma helped me to release this difficult war experience and also the difficulties I experienced as a boarding school survivor and how I also alcohol just took over. Mm-hmm. I became an addict. I became an alcoholic. But now I am going on 48 years of being sober and not one drink. But when I got out and I sobered up, I went to school, got a teaching degree in Shire State Teachers College and Bachelor of Science, and also have a master's degree from the University of Minnesota, and I also have another master's degree in psychology and counseling from St. Mary's University in Minneapolis. I got those degrees because I was working with combat veterans, also boarding school survivors. And I wanted to go into the school system and see how I can be inside of the building to see what our children was, what they, how they were coming to school with a lot of difficult home experience and how my people were suffering from alcoholism. So um, I'm just going to leave that right there. And uh, we'll discuss that another time that Sandy sets up. Thank you very much, Sandy. Okay. Well, that that was really good. Because um, Basil's such a busy man, and it's hard for him to take time to talk to people. And so I I really want to say I appreciate that he did. And, you know, as I stated before, we're taking a little break from uh, new segments on Lakota Link. And what I thought would be really fun was to republish some of our most popular ones. Also, I would like one that you really liked, you know, write in the comments section and let us know and we'll be glad to publish it. We're just taking a little hiatus for maybe a couple of months and just trying to get our energy back and there's a lot of stuff going on and but I do want to thank my listeners that they've been so loyal and I do appreciate each and every one of you Wopala thank you well I hope you enjoyed our segment you know I I enjoy visiting with the people and if you did go to sandyswallowgallery.com where you can find my artwork and find some history and some background. Please subscribe to it or if you have some comments, we would love to hear your opinion. This is a new adventure for us and I value your opinion. 
This song is written and sung by my good friend, Quincy Goodstar. Lakota Link is here to share Lakota values. God bless you on your journey. Wopila, thank you for joining us. Take care.